Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with your host, myself, Jessica Newsom. Today, we're going to be going over a question that was sent in. Basically, this individual was asking, can you do a video on the topic of being a tomboy and a Christian? Does one's appearance and style affect their relationship with God? Now, when it comes down to that, there's problems that we may face if our appearance does not line up with the traditional views of dress, of the way a male should dress and the way a female should dress, okay? Maybe you are just walking out of homosexuality. God has spoken to you and showed, uh, has explained to you, shown you that, hey, this is not the lifestyle that that I want you to live. This is sin. And he's opened your eyes to that. Amen. That's awesome. But this is a process and it's not always going to be easy. Okay. Because we have to, we have to transform so many different aspects of us but that only God can do. And it's the way we think. I mean, it could be even the way we talk, the way we walk, the way we act, all of that stuff, because maybe we've taken on, uh, 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 the dress or the actions, or let's say even the mindset of the opposite sex. Okay. So you could say, maybe you, you could use the word tomboy if that's what you want to use. Some people say, okay, well, I was just a stud, right? Maybe, uh, um, whatever, I don't know, cross-cultural, I don't know the different words that people may use, but I know in the black community, oftentimes it was called a stud. When a female uh, dressed like a male and took on the uh, persona, the actions um, of a male and mostly all of its entirety. And so when you are coming to God uh, and you dress in a way that is not traditional, okay, with the way a woman should dress or a man should dress, it can be problematic to who, okay? Oftentimes, it's pressure from the church. Oh, I mean, come on, especially black church, right? Oh, baby, like, you know, you should put on a dress. You should, you should, you would look so cute if you got your nails done, you know, you should get rid of that fade, you know, grow your hair out. Your hair's so pretty, right? And so when it comes down to that, you get pressure from them. Maybe you get pressure from your family and friends. What I want to say is this is a process. You need to take all of those different uh, voices, push them out, push them out. They may mean well, and that is awesome, right? But change does not come from the outward in. Change comes from the inward out. And so although these people may mean well, it can be very hurtful and it could be very harmful, uh, meaning it could be used by the enemy to, to, to keep you down. Look at you. You aren't ever going to change. You aren't ever going to this. You aren't ever going to that, right? So we want to be careful as Christians what we say to people because this is a process. So when we're talking about this process, um, there's some stuff that is done instantaneously, and that's absolutely amazing. So when I said, God, I want to stop smoking, I was smoking from, I don't know, age 13 to 25, no, 27, okay? And when I asked God to do that, it was instantaneous. I don't desire smoking at all, okay, which is awesome. But then there's other things where it's more of a process. So when it comes down to uh, uh, drinking, okay, drinking, um, he took it away. But then that it was the flesh on the inside of me. It was it was the flesh that would be like, man, I'm really upset today, man. I just want to just take a Corona and just relax. I just want to have a drink and just chill. It's not going to hurt Jessica. Just a little bit of this. It's not going to hurt. But what happens is 
when God tells us not to do something, he's telling us not to do it for a reason. It's okay to drink according to the word of God, right? But there's some of us that God's like, you cannot drink because we know what goes down when you drink. We know that one drink leads to, lead, leads to two and then it leads to 12. And the next thing you're over there uh, doing God knows what, okay? So we always have to follow the leading and the conviction of the Holy Spirit. But what I'm trying to say is it's a process. It's a process of change because we have ingrained in ourselves a certain way of thinking because of how we grew up, because of our culture, because of the our, our environment. So just because... Um, someone thinks that we should change immediately or it's not that big of a deal. Just change this. They are not you. You are not them. Don't let someone else uh, 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 attempt to be the Holy Spirit in your life. It's a process. So if you are dressing like a tomboy, so let's say a girl who might be walking around with uh, baggy jeans, T-shirt um, and a fitted hat. Right. Um, and that's how you feel comfortable Go with it. Okay. You are not hurting anybody by the way you dress. But what I want to say is I have noticed, this is what I have noticed and I have not seen it any other way. Okay. I have noticed that the Holy spirit will eventually, when we are ready for that area of our life will convict us to let's change a little bit. It's going to be a slow process. I don't want to put everything on you at one time. No, no, no. Cause you'll freak out. But when that time comes for me to address that, we're going to do it and we might do it slowly and that'll be awesome. Okay. So for me, as I got older, I began to lean towards dressing more like a tomboy. I would go to express and purchase men's clothing and I began to, uh, get comfortable with that. Okay. So letting go of that when God came into my life was easy because I kind of just started to do that. Okay. So it wasn't that big of a deal, but for other people, that's their identity. And when you, when you say, stop dressing like a boy and dress like a girl right now, that can bring so many insecurities. You don't know people's background. You don't know what they've been through as to why they feel comfortable dressing that way. Maybe they have been hurt by, um, my God, let's just say sexually assaulted. And so many times you will see people that have been sexually assaulted and they just kind of have this, this mindset of, well, that's never going to happen to me again. And sometimes the enemy goes as far as to say, I'm going to dress like a dude. I'm going to be like a dude and ain't no dude going to mess with me ever again. Right? Maybe you already liked girls. And so just that shift wasn't that big of a deal. There's so many different reasons as to why people dress the way they dress. You can't put people in boxes, but this is just one reasoning that I've seen. Okay. And so when you make someone dress the way you want them to dress, it is opening up a wound that they are not ready to handle just yet. It is opening up something that they are not ready to walk through just yet. Let God work on their heart. Let God reveal Jesus Christ to them. Let God reveal who he is, his love, that it is more important for someone to begin to understand that God loves them to increase their faith to increase their trust in God, to believe in God, right? Versus all of this other stuff, right? This outward stuff. It's foundational. 
We need to get our foundation right before we go telling people to change all this other stuff. It's a process and it's on God's timing, not the churches, not friends and family. Okay. So we have to always remember that. So if you're having problems to where people are pressuring you to, to, to change something that you may not be ready for, then you need to maybe create healthy boundaries. If they don't get it, you need to explain it to them, you know, and if they don't get it, then okay, maybe you need to distance yourself from them. But there are times when people are coming to us because, because love also speaks up when we love someone, (coughs) sorry, when we love someone and we notice something, the Holy spirit will say, Hey, go speak to your brother, go speak to your sister. And it's correction and correction is good. So you have to be able to figure out which one it is. Like, is it, is it someone just loving you and correcting you and then backing off? Or is it them trying to push, uh, 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 the transformation of God in their timing instead of God's timing for your life. Okay. Um, because godly, godly family, godly, godly Christian men and women will also push up against us, right? And say, Hey, I'm noticing this. I'm noticing that, um, you might want to address that. (coughs) Sorry guys, have a cough. Um, so yes. So when it comes to that, some people are not girly girls, girly girls. I just call them girls who, um, (coughs) sorry, girly girls. I just call them girls who might be super just dressy. I mean the heels and they're like five inches wearing dresses and makeup and all that stuff. You don't have to be a girly girl. (coughs) I don't know if I can edit that out. (laughs) You don't have to be a girly girl. I am not a girly girl at all. I'm not. Um, there's times when I feel like dressing up, but it's far and few in between. I am a eyeliner top and bottom um, eyeliner. I, uh, I got dreadlocks because I just thought it'd be easier because although the texture of my hair, it's nice. And I had it really, really long, like a couple inches past my shoulder. I never was one of the girls that would just be in front of the mirror. Like, let me curl my hair and let me put makeup on and let me whatever. Like that was never me. I'm like, throw on a t-shirt, throw on jeans, throw, throw on some, some shoes and let's roll. Okay. Um, you don't have to be a girly girl. You don't have to fit in a, a, a box that isn't necessary. Okay. So not everyone is that, uh, uh, classic girly girl. Okay. Uh, for me, it was, I think last year or the year before last, I forget, but I think it was mother's day and I had to dress up for church. I was so upset. Didn't want to dress up. But I was like, fine, whatever. I put on a dress, heels. I did the whole nine. And in service, I was thinking to myself, I really like the way I look. I'm comfortable in my heels, in my dress. I feel so pretty. I feel nice with my makeup. Like, I look pretty. I feel pretty. And it was at that moment that God did a shift within me. He did a shift to where, okay, I desire to be a bit more feminine. Does that mean that every day I'm going to be walking around with heels and dresses? No, not at all. But now 
I can go to the store and be like, this dress is so cute, right? And I may go and buy it. And when I feel like wearing it, I will wear it. My issue is I don't feel like I have places to go out to be wearing all this cute stuff. So that's why I throw on jeans and t-shirts, okay? But God does a shift. He does it. And when he does it, it can be so natural to where we don't have to fuss and fight with people. And we shouldn't be doing that. But God just does that shift in his timing. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, that's cool. I think as Christians, when we force people to change all of these different areas in our timing, instead of God's, we turn people off to following Christ because they begin to look at it as it's a whole bunch of works that has to be done in order to be in right standing with God. And that's not how it's supposed to go. So when we push our agenda, we are, we are showing, we are, we are replicating a Jesus that does not exist, right? Uh, uh, we look more like Pharisees. We look more like Pharisees. And Jesus is Jesus. He is unique. He is him in the Bible. We don't need to add all this stuff and try to uh, be, be Jesus in other people's lives or be their Holy Spirit. We're supposed to do our part. We're supposed to love them, be the hands and feet of Jesus, but we aren't supposed to take his place in someone else's life and, and dictate to them what we think he is saying. If you, if you're hearing from God, amen, share it. But I think there's a lot of times when people think they're hearing from God and they're not, it's just their flesh speaking. It's just their heart's desire speaking. Okay. So I love you guys. I hope that answered some of your questions when it comes down to that. Uh, please subscribe to this podcast. If you're listening there, YouTube, please like it, subscribe to it. Um, and if this edifies you, please share it with someone else. We want to be able to share the word of God, um, and help other people who may have questions about, uh, walking out of this lifestyle. And is it true? Is it possible? How does it work? What do I do? Because we all have friends and family, um, uh, who might be in some way or another, uh, uh, in the lifestyle of homosexuality or have friends or whatever. And we need to be able to minister to all people. I love you guys. See you next time.